After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Report on Fight Back Media Network. My name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are well. Hope that you're having a great day because that's what it's all about. But you having a great day. (laughs) And it's going to be a fun day for those of you who are interested in the uh, world um, politic, especially American politics. Well... (laughs) Yesterday, on Thursday, everyone had expected that the uh, the Nadler Follies would work late into the night and come up this morning with articles of impeachment against the president to be voted on. Well, what has to happen is that the, the Judiciary Committee has to vote. And in the middle of the whole proceeding, um, surprisingly, um, Gerald Nadler said, ah, we're going to go home. Cut the whole thing short. We're going to go home. The, and I don't know. The only reason I think that they would go home would be that maybe they don't have the votes. Maybe they don't have the votes. We we, we talked about here on the Morning Report what happens, um, especially a couple of days ago when we had our friend uh, Paul Swanson of the Swanson Report with us. Uh, I hope you saw that video, and if you didn't see the video, I hope you heard the podcast, and even more importantly, I hope you shared it everywhere you could share it. Anyway, um, we talked about that those representatives who are facing 
uh, re-election in districts that Trump won in 2016, and we're finding out the numbers are such that eh, there's not that much excitement for what the Democrats are planning and have been planning um, since the uh, since flat, since November 2016. Um, so there's not a lot of excitement for it, even in some of those swing districts. So it, it, it's going to be very, very interesting. Is is will this even get out of committee? That's the question. Will it get? Out of, my my gut is yes. It'll get out of committee. Yes, if it gets out of committee, it'll be voted on um, in the House. The House the Democrats have the majority. It will be passed on to the Senate. Now, as we're talking about this, make sure that you know that if it gets passed to the Senate, according to the Constitution, the Senate has to take it up. I don't want to see any dumbass tweets about how the Senate has folded because they're considering they have to by rule. By rule, they have to. It is their, it'll, it'll be their only business. And it'll proceed like this. Um, the, 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 the House will be the prosecutor. They will present their case. They will have their opening arguments. And then the president's, will, president's lawyer will, will present their defense. Now, will there be witnesses called? Well, according to Mitch McConnell, that would depend on the president's lawyers. Mitch McConnell has said that he is going to follow the lead of what the president's lawyers want them to do. That's going to be the position of the Republicans in the Senate. Whatever the president's lawyers want, that's how they're going to proceed going forward. So I know a lot of you are thinking that how cool would it be to get Hunter Biden on the stand and get together, you know what, and, and rip him a new one. How cool would it be to get Joe Biden on the stand and rip him a new one? How cool would it be to get Barack Obama on the stand and rip him? More conservative wet dreams. How cool would it be to get Hillary Clinton on the stand and rip her a new one? More conservative wet dreams. That's probably not going to happen. Um, so we're going to find out because it's really going to be up to the the president's counsel on wh- how they go forward in all of this. So it's going to be interesting. And um, but you know, in an interview with Sean Hannity um, that was written about in Townhall.com yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Um, here's what. The Senate Majority Leader said, Hannity asked the Senate Majority Leader if he planned on calling witnesses such as Hunter Biden during the president's trial. McConnell said that such decisions will be made. We left up to the president's counsel, but told Sean Hannity that there was no way that the president would be removed from office. (laughs) No way. It's just not going to happen. Because what you probably already know is that the Republican Party has already polled its members. And they know where, where, where people are going to vote. And right now, unless something earth-shattering happens in the next, I don't know, 72 hours or, or 168 hours, which is a week, Democrats are up against the wall because Republicans are going to stay strong. They have the advantage. And and basically, there isn't any reason why they shouldn't be political because this whole thing is a political exercise, it's a political stunt. 
So there isn't any reason why they shouldn't. This is what McConnell says about calling witnesses. And I know some of you want, I mean, because you want your pound of flesh, you're sick of it, you want, you want your get back. The president's counsel may or may not uh, decide they want to have witnesses, McConnell said he, in his conversation with Sean Hannity. The case is so darn weak coming over from the House. We all know how it's going to end. There's no chance the president is going to be removed from office. My hope there won't be a single Republican who votes for either of the two articles of impeachment. And Sean, it wouldn't surprise me if we got one or two Democrats. And again, we're, and, and it wouldn't surprise anybody if one or two Democrats came over because they are in those districts that are, they're in those Senate districts or congressional districts that are, uh, yeah, they're not, right now they're not feeling it. So it's interesting. Um, but now I'm wondering, but now we're all wondering because when this article was written, uh, we were pretty sure that tomorrow, uh, well, sorry, today, that we would have articles of impeachment already that the uh, morning news would open on on a abc cnn uh cbs nbc and all the morning shows would be talking about impeachment they would be talking about articles of impeachment have been written and and the judiciary committee committee had voted to impeach the president and the and those and that vote will be headed to the the house on today or monday we would be we would be thinking that that would be the case today, but yesterday when Nadler basically ended the the whole thing early, you have to wonder why, don't you? you have to, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I have, you have to wonder why. You have to wonder why. What they had to okay, they had to know if they had the votes or not, right? Do people bail out? Do people are people looking for something? Are people looking for something for their vote? Kind of like they did during the Affordable Care Act. I remember that right. I remember the Affordable Care Act. Um, they they batted that thing around for weeks and weeks and weeks. When they had the votes, when they had the majority, they could have just passed it. They could have just passed it. Um, and in the beginning, they had the votes not only in the House in the Senate. And Barack Obama had his had his pens out waiting to sign that bad boy what took so long it wasn't because of of, of, of us in the tea party out there on, on the street saying please don't do it because not a republican voted for the thing and we and of course we couldn't convince a democrat not to vote for it so it, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion but what took so long well we found out later that people were uh, people were selling their vote for, you know, to bring home pork in their area as part of um, the stimulus program, Porkulus. Remember? So, what's going on now? Are Democrats selling their impeachment vote, putting them up to the highest bidder? What are they doing on on this on this on this judiciary committee? What's going on? Uh, you would think when they went into it, when they decided just to keep to go forward after the intelligence community uh, committee um, fracas, that um, they had the votes. I can't imagine that Nadler 
and Pelosi and Schiff didn't make sure that they had the votes to move forward on this, that this could fall apart now. There's no, I just can't believe that. But it certainly seems like that's exactly what's happening. So we're gonna we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out sometime today for sure. Um, and then it's <laughs> and then the uh, and that'll make the the weekend extremely interesting. And uh, when we get back, we're gonna talk about another another thing that's gonna make the uh, e- the the weekend and early uh, next week extremely interesting on a global scale. We'll be back with more of the morning report right after these messages. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452 or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.newhomestpa.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, The network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at Arm Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. It, it looks like the um, the makeup of the world government is is changing. It's changing according to exit polls. Um, and, and and for y'all who didn't know, um, it was election was election time in Great Britain. Uh, and according to exit polls, it, it looks like the Conservative Party um, is um, is going to win and win quite handily. Um, that's if the exit polling is correct. But you know, we never again we're talking about polls again. Uh, and again, back to my friends at townhall.com and who wrote this? I want to make sure I get, get them some love because they do a hell of a, oh, Courtney O'Brien. I love her too. I love all of the feature writers there. I just do. Um, let's see. Prime Minister Boris Johnson's conservative party has maintained the majority in the United Kingdom's third generation general election in the past five years. Exit polls find that, um, and that means that he will stay in the driver's seat to deliver on Brexit and take the UK out of the European Union three years on from when Brexit, when the Brits voted to leave. Had Jeremy Corbyn's Labour Party prevailed, he would have likely insisted 
on a second referendum that they would have to vote again. Had, um, Brexit derailed the prime ministership of, of Johnson's predecessor, Theresa May, whose negotiation with Brussels failed in Parliament in a historic three times. So, um, so it looks like um, Boris Johnson is going to have the support of his party in Parliament and the will of the British voters will finally come to fruition. As a result, uh, results continue to trickle in. The Labour candidates uh, and supporters have begun to lay blame on one man, Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, well, it's typical. You know, I have to lay blame on somebody. Ian, Ian Murray, uh, who again may end up being the only Labour Party um, MP in Scotland, has told Jeremy Corbyn to consider resignation, saying Labour lost the election because it had, to, it, it had ignored the voters and delivered the most right-wing conservative prime minister um, this country has ever seen. <laughs> and that may be true. So what we're going to see very soon is, I think, very very soon is, it's going to be a major change. Uh, again, when the when the UK gets out of the European Union, um, that may do a couple of things. That may embolden other countries who are then going to have to pay for everything in in, you know, in, the, in the European Union. That might encourage them and their voters. To, to head out. There isn't any doubt that Brexit was brought about because of immigration. There's just no doubt. Now, there are other problems with the European Union and this, and having that central government, decision makers, uh, non-elected bureaucrats deciding about how a citizen in basically a foreign country um, is to operate down to how much you can charge for this or that. So I, I can't imagine that the average American would be okay with um, some un, unle- I mean, we're we're hardly okay with some unelected bureaucrats who are making decisions for us who are actually living in this country because that's happening in D.C. Well, I mean, I can't imagine that we would be happy if there were some non-elected bureaucrats, uh, you know what, across the water making decisions on how we run our business and we run our schools. Are you kidding me? We're not good with down with downtown or city hall. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? This is this is the kind of thing that I think caused a revolution. I'm not saying that we have to pick up arms. Please, please don't don't think that I'm encouraging people people to pick up arms. I'm not. But this is the kind of thing that caused a a certain generation to do just that. So, um, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I think the European Union has already had already has their eye on a a, a couple of under uh, a couple of other um, nations to fill the gap. Um, when the UK makes their exit, and they're going to make their exit um, sooner than later. So keep an eye on on that story, because we're going to keep an eye on that developing story. And if the exit polls are correct, congratulations. 
to Boris Johnson and the Conservative Party of Great Britain. Congratulations. All right. Um, something else that happened. Uh, the, uh, the IG, the Inspector General, uh, came out with the a report about Russian collusion and the FISA court abuse. Now, with all this, all, all this, you know, uh, impeachment crap going on, this was a story that sort of got, it didn't get buried, but it definitely didn't get the front page. So we're going, going to look at another story from, from townhall.com uh, from Matt Vespa. So, it, so it's been a long, so it's been long reported that the FBI's counterintelligence probe into the Trump campaign possibly possible ties to to the Kremlin started in July 2016. Of course, this was a myth. There was no collusion. The Mueller report shot that in the head, which the media and the Democrat Party ignore for obvious reasons. This was their impeachment ammunition dump. There were the allegations that they were going to weaponize to impeach the president. And, and, and Mueller came around the edge with a sack. <laughs> Football reference. Yeah, he came around the edge with a sack. For nearly, nearly two years, the media peddled, um, with piece, peddled with piece of fiction, with that piece of fiction, the infamous Trump dossier, the dirty dossier, as Sean Hannity calls it, um, was ground zero for all this nonsense. It was one of the, it's one of the reasons why the FBI investigation, uh, why there was an FBI investigation. It is how the FBI got a FISA warrant, uh, a FISA spy warrant against Carter Page, who was a former Trump campaign official. Carter Page was um, the uh, foreign relations guy because he'd been in because Carter Page had been in the intelligence community. That's how come. Um, the document was never verified. It's not accurate. It's mostly false. I mean, and pretty much total garbage. It could also be Russian disinformation. Why? Because an ex M sixteen um, uh, spook, Christopher Steele, compi- compiled the file after being hired by a research firm, Fusion GPS, whose services were retained by none other than the Hillary Clinton campaign and Democrats. The FBI never vetted the document. They never, ever did. Um, and so when James Comey says, when he gets asked, was the report verified? Did it say verified on the report? He says, I don't remember. Because I guess you can't lock somebody up for uh, lying to Congress if they say they don't remember. But you can, but you've seen it. It says verified right on the top, stamp right there on the top. He says he doesn't remember, which is a problem too. It's like so you gave something to the FISA court that you don't know if it said verified on the top or not. That's a problem for me too. Anyway, now with the recent the Department of Justice's Inspector General's report on the FISA abuses during the 2016 election, we have this buried tidbit. The Wall Street Journal columnist Kimberly Strausel found, it seems this Russian collusion nonsense was being manufactured by the head of Fusion GPS long before the FBI formally began its investigation. This is a tweet that came out from Kimberly Strassel, a reporter at the Wall Street Journal. 
Uh, number one, buried in the IG report is a line that poses an enormous question, one that is central to everything and really must be answered. Remember, according to all relevant players, prior to July of 2016, nobody had a Trump collusion narrative on their minds. Number two, indeed, the FBI says it was only the down the downer tip-off at the end of the two th of July that spurred the investigation. Downer, for his part, said it was public says it was public revelation in in July uh, of the DNC hack that caused him to finally wonder about collusion and connect his spring conversation with Papadopoulos. Number three. Fusion GPS's Glenn Simpson, meanwhile, in Senate testimony, stressed he hired Steele in May to look at Trump's business, quote, quote, business activities in Russia. But Simpson telling under penalty of perjury, Steele, Steele just sort of stumbled on this, quote, broader political conspiracy. Number four. But here's what Steele told the IG, that in May 2016, Simpson approached Steele to assist in determining Russia's actions related to the 2016 election. Quote, whether Russia was trying to achieve a particular election outcome, end quote. And, quote, whether there were any ties between the Russian government and, the, and Trump and his campaign, end quote. That's on page 93. Seems Simpson had a pretty good bead on the quote narrative end quote long before the government claims um, to have it to have had it and before even his own source had reported to him hmm. number six let's hope attorney general durham provides some answers on who exactly knew what um in the spring of 2016 this is interesting this is very interesting. Uh, to add more clarity to this uh, downer Papadopoulos angle, Strasser uh, mentions her Twitter thread via the New York Times. During a, a night of heavy drinking at an upscale London bar in May 2016, George Papadopoulos, a young foreign policy advisor to the Trump campaign, made a startling revelation to Australia's top dem dem diplomat in Britain. Russia had a political had political dirt on Hillary Clinton. About three weeks earlier, earlier, Mr. Papadopoulos had been told that Moscow had thousands of emails that would embarrass Mrs. Clinton, apparently stolen in an effort to try to damage her campaign. Exactly how Mr. Papadopoulos said that night in the Kensington wine rooms with the uh, Australian, with Australian Al Alexander Downer is unclear, but Two months later, when leaked Democrat emails began appearing online, Australian officials passed the information about Papadopoulos to their American counterparts, according to the four current and, four and former American and foreign officials with direct knowledge of the Australian's role. The hacking and the revelation that a member of the Trump campaign may have uh, had inside information about about it were driving factors that led to the FBI to open an investigation into the July 2016 into Russia's attempt to disrupt the election and whether any of President Trump's associates conspired.
So we seem to have separate timelines with this Russian collusion nonsense that suggests this hoax was being cooked up prior to the FBI getting involved. It seems the Durham investigation into the origins of the circus might offer some, uh, offer more of a conclusion. It, you guys remember this was this was the whole thing for months. This was the whole collusion, collusion, Russia, 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 collusion, collusion. Um, that was all nonsense based on a, a dossier prepared by by Steele, who was a um, intelligence hack. You know, one of those you know one of one of those intelligence community hacks hired by Fusion GPS. Oh, and who paid for the dossier? The Hillary Clinton campaign. Yeah, I know. You're shaking your head. You're going, what the hell, right? Right? I know, right? I care. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll be back and finish up the morning report. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us. We'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast and you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already? Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money, save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. Good afternoon, good morning. My name is Will Lawson, and if you're in the Tampa area, I want to, I want to hit you to something that we're doing on Tuesday, December seventeenth. Tuesday, is December seventeenth, is Tampa Tribe Tuesday. Um, Tampa Tribe Tuesday is going to be the day that we celebrate and we promote Tampa businesses, especially what I call stalwart businesses, businesses that have been in the Tampa Bay area for a long time and do a great job, not only um, in their business, but for the community. And one of them, the first one will be one of our sponsors. Um, and that sponsor is Blooming Days Flower Shop. Blooming Days Flower Shop on the corner, uh, near the corner of Florida Avenue and Fowler Avenue. Uh, yeah, Florida and Fowler. Uh, they're at 11816. I believe, yes, 11816 North Florida Avenue. Uh, and you can reach them at um, www.bloomingdaysflower, bloomingdays.com. Christine Vasconcello has been a great friend to me and a great friend to this program and a great friend to the cause of Fightback Media Network. Um, she was going to be one of the people that, that, we, that we feature. So look for um, all the Tampa Tribe, uh, Tampa stuff, Tampa, the four, the, the Tamper Tribe Tuesday stuff uh, on on Facebook, on the Morning Report Facebook page, on my Facebook page, 
um, on the Facebook page that I make for Tamper Tribe Tuesday, as well as Instagram. Uh, we're going to promote businesses that do a good job, and we're going to celebrate them on Tuesday. It's going to be December 17th. All righty. Thanks so much for your, for your kind attention. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452, or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.newhomestpa.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. My name is William. Um, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. I hopefully you've been listening to the morning report on um, on Fightback Media Network. Uh, the Fightback Media Network is available if you, by going to fightbackmedia.com, scrolling down to about the middle of the page and clicking on the record album. Um, there's a record album there. Click on that. Um, it's going 24/7, 365. Um, so we'd appreciate if you're behind on the morning reports you can get you can get uh a, you can catch up you can binge listen right there uh there's also on sunday i play a uh, on the channel the message is quite frankly from up from my church uh it's called it's a series from it's, it's a ministry called true lasting change um on sunday morning that you can participate in uh, for the rest of the week it's the morning reports and some other stuff tossed in there so Please support by listening to uh, Fightback Media Network. Fightback Media Network. Go to fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. We appreciate you greatly. And you can go and you can find Fightback Media um, and Fightback Media 2020 on Twitter, on excuse me, Instagram. So you can follow both of those Instagram accounts, one or the other, or both of them probably better, uh, to find out what's going on with Fightback Media. Fightback Media and Fightback Media 2020 on Instagram. All right, uh, one more, one more story before we let you go this morning out there to do your thing. You know, we often use that phrase. Uh, <laughs> we wonder when people are going to start, we wonder about when is CNN going to start start being honest about reporting and about Democrats. You know, and the phrase one uses, when hell freezes over. Does somebody got a hotline to hell to see what the temperature is there? Because here's the deal. You know what we know. In order to impeach the president, Democrats have to lie about the facts. It has come down to the point where even CNN, I'm, sit down, sit down, stop. If you're driving, pull over. I'll wait. Find a safe place to pull over. All right. Put your car in park. Turn it off. Now, listen carefully. It's come to the point where even CNN 
is calling the Democrats out for their lies. Two Democrat representatives from Texas, um, Veronica Escobar and, of course, your girl, Sheila Jackson Lee, <laughs> both lied during a debate on articles of impeachment on Thursday about what the president, what about what President Trump said during his phone call to the president of Ukraine. Now, here, it can't be a mistake. It's because you, we saw those transcripts there. It's like five pages. And if you watch the video that Paul and I did a couple days ago, he holds them up. They're not hard to read. It's a phone conversation. So it's not hard to read. It's, a, it's five pages, a very quick read. Takes a, takes a couple of minutes. If you read on an eighth grade level, it takes about, takes about four or five minutes. Rep- Representative Escobar said President Trump told President Zelensky, I want you to do me a favor, though. That sounds like, hey, do something for me. What Trump actually said was, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot. The full quote makes it clear that Trump was asking the president of Ukraine to do our country a favor. So Democrats, Veronica Escobar and Cecilia Jackson Lee purposely misquoted my call. I said, I want to do, I want you to do us, our country, a favor, not me, a favor. They know that, but in order to lie, they, they decided to lie to make a, a fraudulent point. Very sad. It's a Trump, Trump tweet back on December 12th, yesterday. Even CNN had to admit that the president was right. Maybe hell has frozen over, which wouldn't be a terrible thing. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for, some, for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. Again, go to fightbackmedia.com and listen to the Fightback Media Network. We pre- Paul and I appreciate you greatly. Until we see you again, bye now. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. 
It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.